Kia ora. Welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. Because you deserve a business that doesn't feel like work, one that gives you energy and the resources to do what matters most to you. Whether it's figuring out where to spend your time, how to maximize your profitability, or streamlining your processes so things get done quickly and efficiently, my guests and I, we've got you covered. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist, and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Do you know the exact amount of money you need to live your ideal life? Today on the Business Your Way podcast, I'm going to introduce you to the concept of your freedom metric and dive deep into why this figure is important for you, how to calculate your freedom metric, and what to do once you know what that figure is. But firstly, what is your freedom metric? Your freedom metric is the amount of money that you need per month to live your ideal life. And this is important to know because this helps you put your business goals in place. Because if you know how much money your business needs to make for you in order for you to sustain your lifestyle, then it's much easier for you to set your business goals every year. Because if we don't know what we're aiming for, then it's really easy to get distracted by all of the shiny objects and the possibilities of the things that we could do with our business. Or we could get stuck by not setting our business goals and simply going through the motions to see where our business might take us. But if we know what our freedom metric is, we're able to then reverse engineer what we need to do in our business that will allow us to live the life of our dreams. Because our business is the vehicle for creating a better life for ourselves. Most businesswomen that I talk to have a big vision for their life that includes wealth, success and impact. But when you dive deeper into how they're going to get there, it's a really murky picture. They're not really sure. They know they need a business, that business needs to be successful in order for them to create wealth for themselves. And the bigger the business gets, the more impact that they can have. But they're just not sure how that's balanced against one another and what that looks like as far as practicalities. So today's episode is dreaming big, but being really practical about how we implement on a day-to-day basis to create that wealth, success and impact. So let me start by asking you this question. What is your dream lifestyle? What does that look like for you? I have no doubt that at some stage in your life, you've created a vision board. And on that vision board, you have printed or you've cut out pictures of all of the things that you would like to do or acquire. So it might be that dream car, or it might be that annual holiday, or the new pair of shoes. 
you've put all of these things, this collage of things, onto a vision board in order to manifest it into your life. And then you've just gone back to business as usual and continued on with your business. And when there's enough spare cash in the kitty, you might go and buy that new pair of shoes. I want you to take a different approach to manifesting what's on your vision board. And I want you to take a different approach to how you think about your vision board. And if you have never done this exercise, then I would love for you to give yourself permission to stop for a moment and to dream big, to dream about all of the things that you want and desire in your life. So take some time, even if it is just 10 minutes, get comfy on the couch with your favorite drink and then ask yourself, if money didn't matter, how would I be living my life? Then in your journal or in your notebook or however you want to record this, write down all of the things that you would want to have in your ideal life if in 12 months or three years you were living the life of your dreams with everything that you desired. I want you to write them down. I want you to list them. So for example, where do you want to live? Be really specific about that. What city? What neighborhood? How big is your house? Is it four bedrooms, two bathrooms and an office? What car do you drive? How many kids do you have? Do you have fur babies? How many hours a week do you work? What hobbies would you pursue if you had the time? What home help would you have? Would you have a cleaner or a gardener or a chef? How often would you go on holiday? What does self-care look like to you? I want you to be really specific when you are thinking about what your ideal life looks like. So close your eyes and transport yourself into a day in your life in the future where you were living your ideal lifestyle. So what would you do when you woke up in the morning? What would be around you? Who would be in your life? What would you do that day? Would it start with some exercise? Would it start with a personal trainer? Would it then look like three hours of work before the afternoon with the kids? Like really, what does it look like in the day and the life of your life in that future time? A dream looks different for everybody. So there is no right or wrong in this exercise. This is just you taking some time to dream really big about what you would want your life to be. The other way that I've heard also this exercise explained is imagine that you're writing your own eulogy. What would you want it to say about you and how you live your life? Take this exercise from that point of view. And I know this exercise isn't easy, like it's not easy for everybody. When I was in my 20s, I found this question really hard to answer because I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't allow myself to dream big because I limited it to my mind. And if I didn't know how I was going to make it happen, what was the point of dreaming anyway? So don't worry about what you can't have. And I look back on that now, I'm like, wow, how far I have come from my early 20s. So now I don't even worry about 
how I think I'm going to get there. I just simply give myself permission to dream about what my life would look like if I had all the money in the world to live my life as I desired. I mean, to be honest, I am still really practical at how I approach this exercise. But I do. I think about if I was living my ideal life, what would I do when I wake up? How many hours would I work? What would I do in my with my other hours that I'm not working? How would I spend that time? What would be in my wardrobe? What shoes would I like to have? How would I like self-care to be? What things would, you know, would I have afforded for my family? So I think about all of these things now. And I, I write them down. And I love my business so much that even in my ideal life, I would still be building my business. But I would only be doing the things that bring me joy. And I'd have a team who I can delegate the rest to. So in my ideal life, I would be running a business where I would be only doing the things that are in my wheelhouse. And all of the things that I don't enjoy doing or I'm not really good at, I'd have a team that I can delegate that out to. So I've got a really clear picture of also what my business looks like when I'm living my ideal life. So this is what I want you to get to. I want you to have a list of all of the things that would be in your life if you were living your dream life. And once you have that list of things, then you're going to wrap some numbers around it. You're going to work out how much money you would need to live your dream life. That sounds a little bit daunting, I know, but it's, it's not that hard, honestly. You can Google everything to get a ballpark figure of what things will cost. And the way to approach this is to make a list of what your life costs you now. So what does it cost you for your mortgage? What does it cost you for your transportation? What does it cost you for groceries every week? What does it cost you for your power and your utilities every week? What are all of the things that you are currently paying out of your personal budget, not your business budget, your personal budget, list of all the things that you are currently paying? Now I want you to add to that list. So if one of the things on your ideal life list is to have some home help, so you want to have a cleaner, then I want you to add that to the list. How much does it take to have a cleaner a month? Let's say $200. Put a figure next to the cleaner on your list. If you want to take a family holiday once a year, what is the cost of that family holiday? Depending on how many kids you have, it might be $10,000. That's just a number I'm plucking out of the air, but you get what I mean. So for every upgrade in your life, then put a figure to it. So now you've got a list of all of the costs that it currently costs you to live your current life, and then all of the upgrades that you're going to put on that list to live your ideal life. And then that will give you a per month figure of what is your freedom metric. So that number could be $10,000 a month, it could be $50,000 a month, or more, or less. Whatever that figure is for you, you work that out. There's no right or wrong number, and that number's going to change over time. But today, 
here and now, this week, I want you to know what your freedom metric is. So now you know this number, this freedom metric, you can reverse engineer that into your business. So how much money does your business need to make on a monthly basis in order to give you your freedom metric number? And you might not be able to give that number all in one go, but you will be able to increase the amount that your business gives you to support your personal life, small increments at a time. But when you know this freedom metric number, then you know how much money your business needs to earn in order to allow you to draw that amount of money from your business. Because first you have to take into account what of your business expenses and you need to pay those business expenses before you can take your personal money from your business. So that's how that reverse engineers into your business. So now you've got some goals to work towards in your business. So that might mean that you need to double the amount of money that you're now currently bringing in in your business. So your revenue in your business might be $100,000 right now. Knowing your freedom metric gives you an indication that the amount of money coming into your business needs to grow to $350,000. And again, these are just examples. This is not right nor wrong nor accurate in any way, shape or form. I just want to give you some sense of knowing your freedom metric and reverse engineering that to calculate how much money your business must earn or must bring in in revenue to support first your business expenses and then your personal drawings from your business to support your lifestyle. Because that's why we're all in business, right? We want a business that supports our lifestyle and whatever that looks like. We're not in business just for the fun of it. Well, most of us aren't anyway. I know I'm not in business for the fun of it. While business is fun, I still need my business to generate money so I can live my life by design. And the calculation of how much money that your business needs to make and how many clients you need to work with in order to bring in that money, that's a whole separate episode. So just for today, while we're working out our freedom metric, I want you to record that all in a spreadsheet. So open a Google Sheet or a Excel spreadsheet and I want you to document what are all of the expenses, what are the additional lifestyle upgrades or lifestyle extras that will contribute to you living your dream life. I want you to put that all in a spreadsheet and calculate that freedom metric. And then I want you to write that freedom metric on a sticky note and I want you to put that on the wall where you can see it every day so you know what you're aiming for. Then the next time that you do this exercise where you sit down and you dream about what your ideal life would look like and where you are at today and the things that need to be added into your life to get you to that ideal day. It will just be a matter of updating your spreadsheet. You won't need to start from scratch every time. You can simply just update your figures or add a new line into your spreadsheet and hey presto, you've got your new freedom metric number. 
don't overcomplicate this. Don't make it super fancy. Just make it super simple. And then we can go from there. You can revisit your freedom metric every six months. You can revisit it every quarter if you really wanted to. So anytime that you're thinking about your business goals and you're setting your business goals, I usually do this on an annual basis. That's the really good time to sit down and work out what is your freedom metric? What is your ideal life that you're aiming for? What does that look like? And what would that mean to you when you got there? And then reverse engineer that into your business goals, into your annual business goals. And now that you know this number and you know the things that you want to bring into your life in order to create that life of your dreams or put more desires into your life, now you can start embracing that ideal life one thing at a time. So Knowing your ideal life and working out how you're going to get there, it's not a due date. It's not a point in time where you go, right, I've reached my freedom metric. Now I'm going to put all of these things from my list into my life. Embracing your ideal life should begin now. So you need to start embracing that person that you want to be, that you've envisioned what your day looks like. You need to start embracing that life now. And that starts by putting one thing into place at a time. So your business earns a little bit more money. So then it allows you to take a little bit more out of your business to support your personal life. So now you've got a little bit more money in your personal life. So now you're going to take a look at your ideal life list and you're going to choose one thing from there and you're going to put that into your current life. So that might mean. 200 more dollars has come out of your business over to your personal bank account and you're like okay now I can afford to employ a cleaner for two hours a week every week that's my 200 dollars spent that's going to free up two hours of my time to actually go and do some self-pampering or go and work two more hours to be more productive or take up a new hobby, whatever that means for you. However you want to spend that extra two hours that you've just freed up because you've hired a cleaner. And so next time that your business continues to do well and you can afford to put more money out of your business into your personal bank account, how are you up-leveling your life by taking one of those items off your ideal life list and implementing it into your life today? As your business grows and your personal drawings from your business grows, then start implementing one thing at a time from your ideal life list or from your freedom metric list. Implement them in small steps. And if like me, you do this annually, when you get to your next annual planning and you sit down and you look at all of the things that you've achieved in the last 12 months from your ideal life list, you're going to be amazed at yourself. You're going to feel really fulfilled that you have taken steps towards living into your dream life. And then you set your freedom metric all over again. You sit down, you envision what a day in your life looks like, with all of the things that you want in your life, you update your freedom metric spreadsheet, 
and then you reverse engineer that again back into your business goals. Truly, this is inspiring when you can look back at what you've achieved in a year, not just the things that you've been able to achieve in your business, but when you look back at what that business success has enabled for your personal life, it's easy for us to forget to look at those things. We forget where we've come from. We've forgot what life looks like before we started to up-level. And then every time we up-level, it becomes normal. So normality sets into our up-leveling items. So take some time every 12 months to reflect on how much you've leveled up your life and whether your freedom metric has moved and changed and you've now got bigger dreams to live into. I really do hope this episode has helped you think about how our businesses allows us or empowers us to live the life of our dreams and how by knowing what our dream life is, we can reverse engineer that into setting our business goals. They go hand in hand because our business is part of our life. It just shouldn't be all of our life. And I would really love to know how you have found this exercise. So once you've sat down, you've done this exercise, I'd really love to hear from you. So if you could snapshot this episode or snapshot your ideal life list and share that with me over on Instagram, I am sandrajulian.co. I hang out there most days and that's where you'll be able to catch me. So let me know, what's your freedom metric? If you don't feel comfortable sharing that, that's okay too. But I want to know how this has potentially changed the way that you look at how you set your business goals or how your business is allowing you to level up your personal life. So come over to Instagram, share with me. I really appreciate you being here with me today. I hope what I've shared today has been super valuable for you. If it has, then I would love if you could rate and review the show. If you are an Apple fan like me, then open up your Apple podcast app, rate the show and leave a review. I read every review. Your review also lets Apple know that yes, this is a good podcast and it helps that platform share it with more listeners. If you're not the Apple fangirl and you listen on another platform like Spotify or Google Podcast, then simply take a screenshot and then share that over on Instagram. I'd really love to hear from you. Share that with your audience. Get this podcast into the ears of other businesswomen so we can all level up our life and level up our businesses together. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Business Your Way. I appreciate you being here with me. And until next week, be well, be safe wherever you are in the world and wherever it is that you call home.